Hey, what's up, everybody? Another episode of Sam, Vince, and Tyler. I'm here with my co-host, Vince and Tyler. And the ones and twos, we can't forget the ones and twos. Tim. What, what? <laughs> what's up, guys? What's up, guys? Hello, hello. All right, so another exciting week of football. Vince, we got to get our rundown of scores. You know I love me some scores. It's all up to you, buddy. What that, what are the scores of the NFL this week? All right, so on Thursday night, in a game so terrible that Al Michaels himself was ripping it to shreds, Indianapolis survives Denver 12-9 to in overtime. Not a single touchdown scored. And the, comments, the commentary is kind of funny. Uh, you can search that out. But Al Michaels was not having fun. Let's just leave it at that. Moving on to Sunday, the Giants in England over Green Bay in a shocker, 27-22. Tampa Bay beats Atlanta 21-15. Houston beats Jacksonville 13-6. The Chargers beat the Cleveland Browns 30-28. Minnesota keeps uh, winning uh, over the Bears 29-22. That game Buffalo- was wild, the way that yeah. ended, by the way. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, Buffalo all over Pittsburgh 38-3, and it's not as close as the score would indicate. Tennessee beats Washington 21-17. New Orleans beats Seattle 39-32. The Jets, uh, they end up getting a huge win over Miami. Miami ended up getting down to the third quarterback. I know because I started their second quarterback in fantasy, but still somehow won. Uh, (laughs) New England, (laughs) New England all over Detroit 29-0. Dallas beat the Rams 22-10. Baltimore in the Sunday night game over Cincinnati, 19 to 17, Justin Tucker with the winner there. And we turned to Philly, Philly five and oh, man, that was um, over Arizona, 20 to 17, Tyler, that win, you you know, you know, when they say a a W is a W doesn't matter how you get it. That was one of those games. Like if Jalen hurts, wasn't Jalen hurts. We definitely would have lost that game. He scored two touchdowns on his own. Um, the most telling thing about that whole entire game, there is definitely problems in Arizona when it comes to uh, Murray and Cliff. Uh, my understanding is at the end of that game, Murray went to run the ball. I believe it was design quarterback run. At least it looked like it from my perspective. He slides and is a yard short and it's now third down, but he's getting from what he says told in his helmet to spike the ball, spike the ball, go spike the ball. So they spike the ball on the wrong side of the hash for the kicker, who they just picked up this week. And it's now spike ball. So now it's fourth down. Uh, the ball, don't know how, don't know, you know, I'm not a kicker, but it looked like it was on line. And then someone just took a deep breath and blew it all the way to the right. And it just sailed out. And that's how the Eagles ended up winning that game. So, um, the telling part about the whole thing, though, was that Murray came into the post post game saying that Cliff was telling him to spike the ball. So I don't know if he wants to take ownership. It, you know, if the worst thing that could have happened is Cliff could have been like, well, I would have hoped that my $40 million quarterback would have realized that uh, it's now third down and he shouldn't have spiked the ball. So I think there's a problem brewing there, in my opinion. And I don't well, think Cliff's going to be there at the end of this year. No, I think Cliff's uh, days are numbered in, in Arizona. Um, so yeah, that, uh, your boys are five and oh, though you get, uh, Dallas next week. So, I can't wait. Um, I'm so juice. I'm yeah. so juice. Yeah. We got one guy in our uh, chat. That's a Cowboys fan in the, uh, the 
fantasy football league, right? So um, you guys are going to be talking shit the entire time, huh? Oh, yeah. It's going to start tomorrow. Yeah, I believe it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And as for me, the 49ers in Carolina, they win 37 to 15, but it came at a cost. We lose Emmanuel Mosley for the season. He, um, uh, his ACL uh, decided to not uh, be an ACL anymore. Is what is how I'm gonna phrase it. It's it, um he tore it. It's done. So, you know, hopefully he's back next year and is able to uh, be the player that he was starting to become. Uh, I'm I'm really glad that the 49ers have a lot of depth. I mean, Nick Bosa also left the game with a, a groin injury. It sounds like he's more of a day to day thing. So I mean. Uh, it's an elite defense, but there's a lot of elite players that are missing from it too. So, you know, the 49ers win, but it comes at a price. And there was just, you know, the, the the defense was elite. Obviously, I keep saying the word elite, but that's the apt word to describe it. The problem is the offense is good enough, but I don't think they're great. But they're playing this week. They played Carolina, who is just not a good team and they just fired their head coach coach. i was gonna tell you your team is so good you got the coach fired in three seasons that's right and he still collects 40 million dollars good for it's good money if you can get it i mean (laughs) i'd like to coach in in the league for two and two years and change and then get fired and take home 40 mil yeah be sweet show me the door i'll sign right now well that's two things matt rules uh defense though i mean that's that franchise has been terrible for a long time, so we don't really know if he's a good coach or not. I mean, he built two good programs. Was it Temple and Baylor? I mean, what football team, what football did they have at these colleges until he got there? You know, so my, my I mean, we don't know. Rule, my understanding is that Matt, the reason why he got fired wasn't because he was a bad coach. I don't. I mean, it's hard to coach in the NFL, you know, but I think the reason why they fired him was that they brought him on to change the culture and they just didn't feel like the culture was being changed there. So um, that's, that was the biggest reason that's the way left. No, it just he's totally going to get a job. Like he's probably going to be Nebraska's like, next head coach. Ownership was like, it could take seven, eight years to build this thing. And they gave him a seven year contract. <laughs> yeah. Guaranteed. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, most coach contracts are guaranteed unless yeah. you, um, Unless you do a racism like John, uh, That's true. That's <laughs> like your boy John racism. Gruden. It's not my do, boy. Is that a technical <laughs> term? Do a racism? Yeah, do a, a racism. racism. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did a racism. Yep. Um. So yeah, the 49ers are injured, but they're they're leading the NFC West. So I'm sitting high. Uh, and we got what? a lot of good Jimmy, huh, Vince? That's a lot of good Jimmy. Yeah, yeah. Jimmy played pretty well. He, I mean this is mostly good Jimmy. There was a couple of throws where I'm like, you know, you know, (laughs) made me clench so hard. I vapor locked my ass to the chip, to the couch and, you know, I had to crowbar my ass loose a little bit, but for the most part, it was fine. Yep. Oh man. But uh, you know, he, he ended up playing all right. Kittle is still trying to work his way back. Uh, He had a fumble. He he. As far as fantasy goes, he had a mediocre day for a tight end, which is a bad day for everybody else. So, I mean, he's working his way back. So, I'm I'm not gonna put too much stock in the George Kittle fumble. It is what it is, and he's obviously still a top line tight end for both blocking and passing. 
So I'm I'm not terribly worried about him. We'll, we'll see how it goes uh, going going on going forward. I think you feel the same way I felt about Hunter Renfro having a fumble, you know, two fumbles in the in the last quarter. Mm-hmm. Is you know, unfortunately, good players are going to have boneheaded mistakes and and make make errors like that. Yeah. You know, and we talked about it. He got drilled on that hit. You mm-hmm. know, Hunter Renfro. Yeah. He and got drilled, and he was this, out for what two weeks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. On this on this tackle, uh, where the fumble happened for George Kittle, it was a veteran linebacker who punched the shit out of the ball, and it just popped loose. You know, the, so the defender made a play. Yeah, defender I mean, he made did a play. His job. Exactly. They got a job like, too. So. Um. Yeah, they get paid. They get paid too. Did you, so. Okay, real quick, since you're talking about this, did you see? I know you didn't, Sam, but did you see? Did you see the ending of the uh, Chicago Minnesota game? So uh, no, I I did not. Go ahead and enlighten us. This, the play by play, since you guys are talking about the defender made a play. I I can't I, forgive me for not knowing the names. I, I'm just not a Chicago Bears fan, but uh, they're running the play wide out to the left. He stiffs arms uh, the the cornerback for for the Vikings and just pull flattens him. Cornerback gets back up, goes to tackle him from behind, and as he's tackling him to the ground, he rips the ball out of his hand, and that's how the game ends. Oh shit! <laughs> well, oh, that's... I, you know what? I did see that, but on a on a highlight, I didn't know the context of the play. I just saw it like on ESPN. You know how they have the intros and outros. Mm. I did see that play. <laughs> that's a. Oh, I didn't man. know that was the closing play, though. That's one hell of an ending play. I don't know how you do that. <laughs> For our hundreds of listeners, uh, I didn't get to see any sports this weekend. So, in a few minutes, uh, you you won't hear anything from me. For some, that's sad. For some, that's good. You know, some of you don't want to hear from me. <laughs> <laughs> Sam is now the new Tim. Welcome, Sam. <laughs> You're the one, I'm the two. <laughs> there we go. We don't right. have any Raiders score because they are currently playing on this Monday night. Just that is correct. At the time of this recording, baby, the Raiders are up 17 to 0 with 922 <laughs> left in the second quarter. Oh, that's for real. Okay. We're no, getting a I real... am not playing. We're, we're getting a, a live update. That's okay. why I'm so jolly right now. All right. <laughs> <laughs> good for I mean, you um we're doing the show i kind of have it on my my tablet here i did get to see all the scoring plays offensively defensively it's extreme you know small sample size <laughs> it's still the first half they look really good i think you know if, if we were making our uh keys to the game um we're, we're getting exactly what the raiders needed um they're getting a lot of pressure uh, from Max Crosby. They're getting, you know, they're finally getting uh, something devil. out of Chandler Jones. Um, you know, the defenders, def- defenders are flying around the ball, tipping passes, disrupting Mahomes. And offensively, they put up seven points. Um, you know, Josh Jacobs is running with authority right now. Um, so you're getting everything you need. Um, but we all know, can they do it? for four quarters, you know, because the chiefs, they don't, they could beat you. You could beat the chiefs for three quarters and they will, they will put up a a 30, 40 burger in one quarter. So no lead is safe. Um, gotta, you gotta play a whole football game. Vince. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, 
The only rooting interest I have uh, for tonight's game is Darren Waller needs to score under 40 points. And apparently he's pulled his hammy in the first quarter. So I'm, I'm sitting pretty, I'm going three and oh this week in fantasy. So, you know, your boys going, uh, going up as well. This, this, unless Devonte Adams has a 50 burger, I think I'm going to win tonight. Well, there you go. Yeah. I, I, uh, my team tanked. So <laughs> I'm, uh, I was feeling really confident going in. I got Josh Allen in my, in, in our fantasy league. Um, so they had Josh Allen. He put up a 52 burger. <laughs> he put up a 52 mm. piece on me. So, uh, uh, so Teddy Bridgewater, um, ended up in the first series, ended up getting hit in the head and for concussion protocol was not allowed back into the game. He had zero points for the day. That's who I tinker stinkered into my starting lineup because I was pissed off at Matt Stafford. And so I got a zero out of my quarterback and your boy still won because, uh, because apparently I'm a little bit better at this than I thought I was. So that's cool. Did you not pick Geno Smith? Cause he's on the up and up right now. He's been had like, two yeah, I, now, yeah, I mean, did you I not like pick him because he was Seattle? No, no, I just didn't like the matchup. I thought the, I thought the Miami matchup was going to be a lot better. Uh, mm-hmm. And you know, it ended up not being, so that was just me rolling the dice. All right, Anywho, this is my last uh, note on uh, football before we move on real quick. Okay. Max Crosby, Max Crosby just got another sack on Patrick Mahomes, so they're still looking good with eight minutes left in uh, uh, the first half, second quarter. Um, but before I go, I wanted to talk to you guys. I know I'm, I'm smooth transition here, buddy, is uh, I really need to get to this Draymond Green, Jordan yeah. Poole. Um, let's let's dive in. W- this is gonna, this is the meat of the meat and potatoes. <laughs> oh my goodness! Um, who wants to start? Let's start with Vince. So oh, okay. Let so, me reset. We're doing yeah, the Draymond reset. Green, yeah. Jordan Poole, the punch scene round the world on Twitter now. Um, Draymond, you know, we get the news that Dr- there was a situation. And then we hear Draymond Green, you know, then we see the video got leaked and we see Draymond walk over to Jordan Poole during practice, get chest to chest. Jordan Poole pushes him away and then Draymond Green throws a a punch. And it wasn't just like some light little punch. He threw a haymaker. Um, That's kind of where we're at. Vince, what's your what's your two cents here? Okay, so. Obviously, Draymond shouldn't have thrown that punch. Let's start with that right off the bat. That's definitely not something that should happen, especially from a guy who is supposedly your, you know, the heart of your team. Steph Curry is is your leader, but Draymond is supposed to be the engine that makes the team go. And to have one of your key guys throwing a punch like that at a, a, a player that's supposed to be coming, that's supposed to be huge, and he's going to be getting an extension here soon, you know? So this is not good. This is not good. Um, It doesn't matter that the tape leaked out. The tape leaked out from those dirty, grubby bastards at TMZ. I don't care how it happened. The tape is out, so we all saw it. And I'm just, I'm not thrilled with Draymond. I'm, I hate to be so stern with him. Uh, this is not a good look, my man. And I just, I, I think it's getting closer and closer to time that they move on from Draymond. They've tried to replace him through the draft with, you know, I mean, they've tried to draft different, you know, power forward type players 
so far none of them have quite panned out but i mean we we, we got some younger guys that are mm-hmm. on the way maybe kuminga can be that guy you know in 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 I, I don't know you know i mean so they're they're looking for Draymond's replacement they have been looking for his replacement because the way he plays his body is not going to hold up and we've already started to see that happen so now that you know you, you got a player that gets injured and now he's you know becoming a bit of a pain in the ass for other players on your team i i don't know how much longer draymond's gonna be a warrior you know and as tyler. much as i love him i don't you know that's it all right let's jump over to tyler your two yeah. cents sir <laughs> um I, I i love you vince but uh but uh i think moody is gonna be your you're closest to a Draymond replacement. I like Kaminga. I like what he has to bring to the table, but um, in the sample sizes I've seen, defense is going to be the last thing I think he builds on his repertoire. That's which, that's the name I was reaching for was Moody. Uh, yeah, yeah. Was, Moody's got that dog in him. Moody looks he he's feisty. I like him. But that being said, we're we're talking about Draymond here. I want to go off the bat. I do not agree with the punch. I don't agree with Draymond's actions. Hell, I don't even agree with him stepping away from the team in a point where I think this could be a moment for him to step up and be a leader again and show him like, hey, I screwed up, but I'm here with you as well. You know, so I think stepping away from the team is a bad idea. In my opinion, I could be wrong on that one. But I do want to go out and say that, like, if that video didn't get leaked out, yes, it'd still be a big thing, but it'd be a lot of speculation, you know, kind of like the whole situation with KD and, and Draymond getting into it. And Steve Kerr getting into it in the locker room. Like, we know what happened, but it's speculation, right? We don't know exactly what happened. That being said, Michael Jordan got in a fight with their head coach, Steve Kerr. There was no social media age that just came out, you know, later down the road. You know, people are saying, well, you know, it's a contract year. Well, hell, it was Jordan's contract year. You know, 95 was his last year. And then he got that contract extension for one year in 96. And then another one, another one. Yes, they're two different people. One is the greatest basketball player to ever play the game. And one is probably one of the better defensive players to ever play the game. So two different people. I don't agree with the punch, but I, I also think the media is going way too hard on this because there's no sports news. Your biggest sports news you has was an 18 year old kid who's seven foot four that plays like Kevin Durant and Giannis Antetokounmpo put together and win Banyama, right? I think Draymond needs to earn the trust back of his team. I think we're putting way too much stock into it. I think come January, we're not even going to talk about it. This team is going to be gelling. You know, we're going to be looking to, you know, dominate uh, Memphis Grizzlies on Christmas Day. Like, that's the things we're going to be looking forward to. This will be in the rearview mirror. Um, but going forward, Draymond does have to earn that respect. I think that will be handled pretty quickly. I hope you're right. I hope you're right. Well, I mean, at least he has a career in the UFC, so... <laughs> I think there's this a, is actually a huge deal, man. I think this is because before the video leaked, I came home. I listened to it live. They had it on all the radio stations. But when I came home, I, I watched back the press conference um, with Bob Myers, Steve Kerr. I don't know if you guys listened to some of the interviews that Steve Kerr had today. Um, Steve has been known as a, a pretty honest head coach, a pretty transparent coach, a guy that has been, you know, the Warriors are considered one of the best teams to give access to the media. Um, And 
Raymond Ritter does a, a fantastic job doing that. And the Warriors make it really easy for the media. And since this has happened, uh, Steve Kerr, when it comes to the topic of this, has been very curt. And it's not a disrespect to the media members. It's not a disrespect to to anyone. Um, I think he's out of he's frustrated because there was a, a situation a few years ago where Draymond Green and Steve Kerr got into it. Um, we know what happened with Kevin Durant. There was a comment made um, by um, what the oh my god, I just blanked on his name. The center um, that they picked up. Um, James Wiseman. No, he retired um, when they not this last championship, but the one before. Um, the big man played with the Pacers and David West. David West. Um, mm. David West, when they won the championship, said there are things about this team that y'all don't even know. And there was a bunch of speculation about what that was. And just tying all this together is I think this is very serious because Steve Kerr, Bob Myers were somber, were depressed, were clearly emotionally distraught before the video leaked. And it's because they saw the video. They were perhaps in the gym. Steve definitely was. Absolutely. Um, you know, Ron Adams was a foot away. Um, to me, the, like you were saying, Draymond should stay there. That's a bad decision. Today, Steve Kerr said this is a mutual agreement that it's best that Draymond step away for a few days. So what that tells me, somebody in that locker room doesn't want Draymond there. Maybe it's Steve Kerr. Maybe it's Jordan. Uh, Jordan Poole, maybe it's other players, but Kavon Looney came out and Kavon Looney is extremely tight with Jordan Poole. They're from the same area. They're both, they're both from the Milwaukee area. Um, So they've been connected for years going back to high school ball. Um, Kavon Looney had a lot to say today. Um, about trust being broken and earning it back. Um, but this is this is not a normal push and shove match that you have with your boys or or your coworkers, you know. Um, this is that punch was violent. That was not a you know, don't push me, I'm gonna push you back. That was a haymaker, that was a street throw, and Jordan Poole's pushed him and looked away and then that that punch was thrown i do want to so, interject though that that pool and draymond they share their lockers are right next to each other pool is very close to draymond um draymond is looked up by the younger kids so um for sense of direction i know sense no i know so that this I is know this that. is kill this is killer in the locker room it really is no that's i mean and to say maybe they're professional enough to move on um but to say that this is not going to have an effect on the team, whether that's now or in the future, um, I could clearly see. May, I Is Draymond going to be on the roster this season? Yes. 
absolutely yes because if you trade him you you you, you got to have all these contracts match so it's going to be difficult to trade him if you cut him you have to still pay him all the money so you're not going to do that route and all his money still goes against cap you're still going to pay him and it still goes against the luxury tax so it's not like you're going to save anything so he he's going to be here um he's going to be here this year i think what this means is He's probably not coming back. Um, and for me, it would be hard to to make the argument to bring him back um, because this is not a one-time thing. This has happened with Kevin Durant. Did, and I know Kevin Durant and Draymond did their their podcast together where they said that was Bob Myers and, and Steve Kerr messed that up and they needed to figure it out on their own. I really don't believe that. I really believe Kevin Durant left because of the situation with Draymond Green. It never really came down. You never heard about them in the locker room or you never really saw them on the court like how it was before. And I don't think maybe Jordan Poole will be okay with it, will be cool with it, be professional to keep going forward. I just I don't think as a grown man, alpha athletes, that someone Jordan Poole getting punched and him being like, I forgive you. I, I move on. You know, I just don't see that. You punch me in the face. We're we'll never be as close. Like, you know, if if one of my best friends socked me in the face in a situation like that, we you know, maybe it gets to a point where we, we forgive but I'm not forgetting, you know, I'm not forgetting that happened. You know, maybe, maybe uh, I'm not, I'm probably not sending you a Christmas card. <laughs> <You know? laughs> um, I just don't think that's how these, these are alpha athletes, alpha males, both of them. And I just don't think you can go and walk up to a dude, no matter how close you are in the past, that's a forever life-changing moment. And I, I don't know how it's going to rear its head, but you know, this is where we're at. Hopefully they move on. Um, but this is a mutual agreement. And I know that this is, um, this is, this is a, a dark cloud over everybody and Draymond's press conference talking about apologizing to the families you know, apologizing to Jordan Poole's family for the embarrassment and the this and the that that he's caused. Um, if it was no big deal, it would have been, oh, it's all good, man. I know you were mad, blah, blah, blah. No, nah, these people are, Draymond went to his wife and parents because of ring night is a few days away, you know? So this is, um, this is a big deal, and I don't think it's going to go away. I think anytime Draymond barks, anytime Draymond does anything, is going to be amplified. It's it's oh, going it's, it's going to be on a microscope for sure. You know, so that's why I don't think it's going to go away. I think there's you know any type of normal dispute that players would have had, and maybe they do squash it and they're being professional. But anytime Jordan, Poole, and Draymond are, is it going to escalate again? You know, anytime we see them normal yelling, normal arguing to win the game, that naturally happens even before the punch. 
you know, it, it's just going to be a microscope. It's just going to be a, a topic, I believe, for for the whole year. All yeah, right. I, I, oh. Just real quick, though. I, I mean, all my sentiments of what I had, what I said was for this season. I fully believe Jordan Poole secured with that punch, no doubt, who was getting that, that bag at the end of the season, and it was Jordan Poole. Draymond is not getting that money anymore. And he certainly probably won't get it with the Warriors. So he may not, I agree that he may not be on the team next year. But I think that this year they will figure it out and move on. And next season, it's probably be a totally different makeup with this team. Don't jump on our bandwagon, dude. The bandwagon you know, has I still agree. I still think that we're going to be bygones by, by January. We won't even be talking about it. Stop but we will be talking about it. We will be talking about it at the end of the season. Again, we'll bring it up. You were mixing metaphors. <laughs> Don't jump on our boat or whatever. <laughs> the bandwagon. Uh, the, boat, <laughs> the boat has rode off. The bandwagon has sailed. <laughs> the Corvette has flown away. <laughs> if this was back to the future, yes. Yes, it has. The DeLorean is on the railroad tracks. <laughs> so so uh, I, I, I don't want to do too much in this dream on thing. I'm really excited to talk shit right now. Can we just jump into this? All right. It's time. You've all been waiting for it. We all know that uh, me, Sam, and Tyler, we picked NL teams this year to kind of as our secondary team to cheer for because we knew the A's were going to be bad. Sam chose the St. Louis Cardinals. I chose the Mm. New York Mets. And where are they? Where where are they? Where where are those teams? I don't see them on the playoff there. Shut the hell up. Let me. I'm weaving a story. God damn it. All right. It's called storytelling. Damn it. That's right. That's right. (laughs) I have the novel and I'm reading. Once upon a time, Vince chose wrong. I chose Spark Notes. (laughs) All right. So San and Tyler picked San Diego at, and this was at the beginning of the year. And San Diego and the New York Mets ended up playing each other in the wild card round. And the Mets lost. The Mets went full Met. It happens. Um, uh, well, Sam, your boys also did not yeah. advance out of the wild card round. Uh, they lose. That to- one's a shocker, actually. That yeah, one was. They a shocker. really soiled themselves. Yeah, yeah. They they definitely shit the bet on that one. Yeah. Uh, the San Diego New York series was the only one that went three games. All, the other the other three series all were two two nil. Cleveland beat Tampa. Seattle over Toronto and Philly over St. Louis, uh, all two games to none. So go ahead, Tyler. Floor is yours. My uh, A's defected San Diego Padres are killing it right now. And Freddie Freeman is already talking shit, uh, alluding to this Dodgers Padres series. He said that there's a difference between the Padres and the Dodgers right now. He said that, They've been hot recently. We've been hot for seven months. So, oh, I'm ready. Let's go, Dodgers. I'm, I'm going to take you guys down, too. Yeah, the Dodgers are going to fucking win. <laughs> it's not even going to be close. And that that pains me to say it, okay? I, I don't want to – don't hear what I'm not saying. I'm not hating on the Padres. I just I'm, – I'm looking at the, are you goddamn the Dodgers? L.A. Dodgers. I'm, I'm going to pick the Dodgers pick to em. win. I want to beat that team, too. All right. Pick I'm, I'm going to pick them. I'm going to pick the Dodgers to win in hopes that I'm wrong. Okay. I do not want the Dodgers to win. I think they will win. I think I said in my bracket, I think I said 
Dodgers and 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 Houston. Yeah, I have to I have to dig that. I up. think I'll have to double check that. But uh, um, I would certainly love to break my own my own uh, uh, choices that I picked at the beginning of the season if it means that the Padres are moving on. Also, yeah. shout out to Seattle. Congratulations, Seattle, and also oh, shout yeah. out to Cleveland. Congratulations to both those teams. Yeah, those Cle- teams were dead in the water. Yeah, um, Seattle, uh, Cal Raleigh. If he keeps this shit up, he may never buy a beer again in the Pacific Northwest. You know exactly. Um, and those uh, Cleveland Guardians, it's a long and storied Guardian franchise. Well, I think what's yeah. so crazy to me is that the, yeah, right, the Cleveland Guardian Indians, yeah. But I think what's so crazy about them is that they were literally selling off the team this offseason, and they made the playoffs. I think that is an impressive story. I mean, Philly was well, there supposed a couple to do years all of this. Ahead. I think so, too. But Philly was supposed to do all this work, too, and everyone wrote them off in the middle of the season, and now – they beat the Cardinals and facing arguably one of the better teams in the league. But yeah, that I love storybook stories and we got three of them. So hopefully one of them pans out. Well, also, I, hate, um, I, hate Houston, I hate New York too. <laughs> Derek Carr's uh, fumbleitis has just returned in the worst type of way. God. <laughs> oh man. Okay. So I, I do have actually what we picked. Okay. Um, so let's let, let's look. All three of us actually had the White Sox winning the AL. Ouch. Wow. Yeah, we we all all three We're of us so should good. bet on that. Yeah. Okay. So the AL East champs. Uh, Sam had the Rays. Me and Tyler had the Blue Jays. Uh, we, wow. Uh, uh, well, I mean, all all three of those teams made the playoffs. The Yankees ended up winning. Um, we all had the Yankees making the playoffs as a wild card. So we got the teams right, just not the right order. Uh, mm-hmm. We all had the. The, the White Sox winning the Central. Nobody had the Guardians. Uh, the Nobody Guardians. The, the Guardians actually they they were had an over under at six, 76 and a half. So they well outperformed that. Um, Nobody uh, had the Phillies. Yeah, we. Uh, as far as the the National League champs, we, all three of us are on the Braves. Okay. Um, I was the only one stupid enough to pick the White Sox over the Braves. So you two are still alive on that. Uh. I mean, we're not winning. Uh... Jimmy Buffett's million dollars with our perfect bracket. So no, you know. no, we are not. Um, but that, but that's okay. That's okay. We're <laughs> we're here to have some fun. Uh, Seattle is taking on Houston. God, I really would love for Seattle to win that series. And that's all I'm going to say on the matter. Cause I don't want to say anything else. Please yeah. Seattle pull this upset off. I, I, uh, I want both. I want, I want J Ram and, and the, the guardians i keep wanting to see yep. the indians i yep. want them to pull it over new york i can't stand the evil empire so yep yep uh, i mean uh, i would love for the american league to come down to the guardians and the mariners that would be phenomenal two teams that have a history of blowing it fighting it out for a shot at the world series are you kidding me that's great i would love that perfect uh, yeah, it's the perfect underdog story. <laughs> Two underdogs against each other. Exactly. Only yeah. one underdog will be the underest of dogs. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I think if Seattle and Cleveland do go head to head, I think the matchup is in favor of Seattle, but like a small margin. Like, yeah, it could probably change with an injury. I would, I would probably agree to that. Uh, so the Braves are going to be playing the Phillies. Uh, the Phillies snuck in. I don't think any of us really had the Phillies on our radar. I, I think we were. I, still I had the... them dead in the water for sure. You know what really changed that franchise? That team is um, they got a manager. Yeah, 
I mean, the Phillies, they were in a lump of a bunch of teams at 85 and a half wins when we did our segment. Uh, did it was did the you Phillies, hear that? the Red did Sox, you hear that the noise, Giants. Though? Did you hear the noise? That was noise. that was shots fired at the Giants. Yeah, the Giants, <laughs> the Giants did not perform up to expectations this year. And probably because you know, their manager. <laughs> you mean, mean the guy that used to be the manager for the Phillies? Man. <laughs> He's a terrible manager. Or maybe maybe that, that whack money ball system that they're trying to run over there. Where have I learned that one? Money from? money ball yeah. with money. Yeah. <laughs> it worked in 04. Yeah. Man, that uh, strategy is permeating everything, right? They're like, they made a movie about it. And uh, it's just like uh, now everybody's doing it, right? Yeah, well, everybody's doing it, but the the teams that are doing it, but then also spending money on free agents, those like the are the Red ones Sox. that are really um, seeing reaping the benefits of it uh the dodgers they've been basically running the same fucking system you know you Since build up left. your farm yeah you've been you build up the farm system but then you have the money to go out and sign any free agent you want as well that's that's the ticket that's how you keep winning and keep being relevant for god damn well, near a decade at this point the mm-hmm. dodgers ownership when uh when they bought the team I don't, I don't know how many, how long they were there, um, but then they ended up hiring the general manager from Tampa Bay. Yep. And pretty much since then, they put a, they put a system in place that identified talent and a lot of that talent stayed, but there there's been under the radar free agents that they signed and kept them, you yep. know? So that's the um, money ball part of it. They've they've been able to identify and keep and then find guys that are on the margins. And then when mm-hmm. they when they pan out, they they retain them. And there's been guys that they haven't yeah. kept. Ex- oh yeah. Um exploiting market inefficiencies. That's what it's all about, right? And they, right. they find these guys that are diamonds in the rough, you know. And there was a few years the the Red Sox were really good about this with you know Theo Epstein and you know he and when he went to the um the, the cubs, cubs yeah they they won the know. world series doing a lot of that kind of stuff too where you have that you can get you can go get any player you can but then also you know building the system up from the ground yeah right <laughs> so we've seen it um i just i just don't think he's a good manager gabe kapler is just not a good manager <laughs> yeah we'll see he had a good roster in philadelphia and he had a good roster with the Giants last year, but everything went. I mean, you know how many miracle wins they had. You know what I mean? Like it's that's a rare season to win that many games with one run games and walk off games. That's, and that's the with, number one thing there is any team could be really good if you dominate in the stat of winning one run games. Right. I guarantee you that's, that's yeah. a guaranteed 30 it, games. It, it's a regression back to the meme is what happened. The mean is what happened yeah. uh, absolutely. here with them this year. Absolutely. That's enough giants talk this week. <laughs> They're not in the playoffs. Okay. So from here <laughs> on out. So, I mean, I'm, I'm just looking at the teams that are available. Uh, I'm going to say that I want Seattle to be in the world series and i want i i want the padres i want seattle versus san diego oh ho, 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 hold up hold up that's what okay. i want to happen that's not what i'm predicting will happen but that's just what my heart wants okay don't you put so, this on me ricky Bobby. so i'm going to predict <laughs> that it ends up being the braves and the yankees 
we're going to get a 1996 rematch. That's my prediction. I need you to just don't root for my team. Don't curse. I'm not. (laughs) God damn it. Okay. All right. So Tyler, who do you want and who do you think? Go, go for it. God damn it. I want the same thing you want. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I said it first. (laughs) Yeah, man. I want Seattle and the Padres. I think that's the best scenario. See you later. Samwell. <laughs> I bid you adieu. Goodbye. All right. Goodbye, Sam, guys. Sam's dropping later, off. audience. I'm going to drop off. I can't wait to listen to the rest of the show um, when it comes out on Tuesday. Yeah, man. All right. You mean Thanks, Sam. when our listeners listen to it the day of? Yep. That's right. <laughs> okay. So, so go ahead, Tyler. Who do you have? Uh, who do you want? You already said who you want. And who I'll, do you I'll tell think you this. Is- I, I want it to be the Braves and the Padres, okay? Mm-hmm. And then I want the Padres to go into it. And then obviously we beat this like a dead horse. I want Seattle and I want Cleveland and I want Seattle to come out of it. At the end of it all, you know which team I want at the end of it all. And yeah. they were the most god-awful team colors I've ever seen on, on, in my life. But um, that's piss what I want. Shit. They want. They were pissing shit. San Diego <laughs> Padres. <laughs> I do not get it. Like all the people in San Diego, they love it. They they love the old school uniforms. I think go back to blue and white. Give me the blue and white, dude. That the blue and white ones, basically, like that were in you know that they had basically until like four years ago. Yeah, I loved those. Are you kidding me? Like, uh, oh, great. Yeah, it was a classic, clean look, and it it just it looked great. And you know, you can have your little fun with the brown as like an off thing, like how the the A's have the absolute fire Kelly green. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, like, but I just, I, I don't get it. I don't get why people love this brown and yellow. It does not look good at all. No, not but, at all. Uh, but uh, uh, clearly, I don't know what's happening. You know, I, I, I'm i just some jackass uh, that doesn't even live in San Diego anymore. You know, so uh, <laughs> I, I lived there back in 2007, but uh, yeah, yeah, haven't. Haven't been back in, uh, only a couple of times since, but yeah, I just, I don't get it. I don't, it, it, it's beyond my comprehension and I wish I had an answer to give you, but it, maybe it's let's, a, let's ask, we, we, we can ask a Padres fan and see what they think, but yeah, I was about to say, kid, like, it sounds like we could put a, not a poll, but, you know, ask like, what is the worst design of a uniform? Like in, I don't know present-day sports <laughs> you know, just Ooh, worst design of a uniform i mean yeah. the podgers are pretty ugly but the browns have some pretty ugly ones too <laughs> okay. um but but we're in the same color palette so you know right yeah goes to figure <laughs> yeah man i just it, it's okay you know what let's move on from this uh, <laughs> it's too so, depressing so we'll put uh, a pin in yeah it. yeah let's let's put a pin in it we will check back in on the playoffs as we go along each each week uh we'll check back in see how the teams are doing. Hopefully the Dodgers do what I don't think will happen and, you know, take a shit. That would be, that would be nice. Hey, um, what, uh, what country is Prague in? Is that Czech? That'd be the Czech Republic. Yeah. Yes. Let's check, check in. Let's check in with that country. What we got going on over there? Insert a uh, drum. You like that? It's pretty yeah. good, huh? All right. So the Sharks played Nashville in Prague. They, each team was a, a home game for them. So, so it's two games and the Sharks ended up losing both games. Uh, Friday, 
they lost four to one. Hurdle got the got the lone sharks goal, and it was a Ooh. nice it was a nice goal. And Ooh. I mean he he cleaned up some loose change and put it right <laughs> right over the top shelf. Man, it was it was a nice goal. It was some sick mitts on him, but the rest of the team just did not show up. And then uh, and then on Saturday they played again. They lost three to two. They looked a lot better. Uh, but it just like it, it, you can tell that this team just is not nearly as talented as Nashville. Nashville is a team that a lot of people are, you know, picking yeah. as a dark horse to go to the Stanley Cup final, you know. So, well, I mean, Nashville's been pretty, pretty decent, I'd say, for the last like five, six years. So, this is all culminating, this is all building. And then I think Nashville. I, I don't have them certainly picked yet. I think I'm still going to go with Tampa in my regards, but uh, I do, I do like what Nashville's building over there. I, 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 think, Nash. I, I think I'm still on Colorado, but it would not surprise me if, if Edmonton, you know, decided to get their shit together and actually win like yeah. they're supposed to, you know, so, hockey is one of those sports where I mean, you say that like in football, any team can win any given Sunday, but hockey the 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 difference between the best teams and the worst teams like like, like it, it, you just run into a hot goaltender one day and you and you know you, you end up getting shut up shut out you know so yep. it, it it's it's wild how how that happens but like we said like the better teams will always rise to the top it's the same thing in baseball when you run into an ace pitcher on a garbage team sometimes you're going to lose those games you know but you still end up winning the series because you're a better team overall. Uh, I think about the Seattle Mariners when they had King Felix for a decade, you know? So, Oh, I hated him, man. I oh, mean, God. love him, and, but I hate him just because yeah, whenever the, he, when he was pitching, you're like, yeah, it's hell. <laughs> and how many years in a row did the A's play them? Like every year the A's started off 0-1 because they played King Felix, man, in Seattle. There, was, it was, there were select pictures that like when they were pitching, it was going to be an L for every time I watch. King Phoenix was one, King Felix, King Phoenix, King Felix was one. And the other was a uh, Verlander. Whenever yeah. Verlander took the bump, you're like, it's going to be an L. It. Yeah. <laughs> uh, buckle up, get a beer, drink the pain away, you know? Uh, so, so back to hockey, the sharks are uh, off to an O and two start. This is obviously not ideal. They, they, like I said, they look better on Saturday than they did on Friday. And I hope that, David Quinn and the rest of the coaching staff can build on that. But that being said, I, I fully expect this to be sort of a rough season for the sharks. And I'm going to be like, just looking toward highlight moments like Patrick Marlowe's Jersey retirement on February 23rd, which I already have my tickets for. Uh, I'm looking forward to all the other events. Like they're, they're doing a Doug Wilson night coming up. Uh, I think it's probably the second game of the season or something like that. So so I'm, I'm looking for those kind of events to kind of keep me entertained while I watch some probably painful hockey. So I, I have a question for you and I'm, and I'm curious what you think about it, but obviously with Quinn being here, the sharks are going to be a more physical team. Now we say that because the, the, some coaches have said that that's what they're going to be, but clearly New York Rangers style, they're going to be a physical beat it up team. They may not win every game, but they're going to make sure that they're the other opponent knows that we were here right do you think eric carlson fits in this team now and i i i'll reserve my thought but what do you think? i think anybody who is talent who is that talented 
with the puck will fit on the team. He, you don't need every single player to be a, 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 a hitter. You know, you need some guys to, to hit for sure. Some guys to put the pain, you don't need it to be every single guy, guy hitting, you know, getting 15 hits a game. I don't need that from Carlson, especially I need Carlson to be the puck moving genius that he is. And I need him to be healthy. And if he's going to be out hitting people, there's no fucking way he lasts past November. Yeah. You know, especially with so, those knee injuries. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I want him to be as clean as possible. If he has more than two hits in any single game, I'm setting him aside and saying, Hey, knock it the hell off. That yeah. is not your job. That is now pickles job. Okay. Yeah. I think, I think it's, I think Nico Sturm, that's his job too. You know, that's, that's why they got him from the Stanley cup champion, Colorado avalanche. So yep. I I'm worried that, Eric Carlson, he's going to be in the roster. He's going to always be the first lineup. He's going to, that's never going to change. I just wonder, can they build around Eric Carlson? You know, like, can, can they make him a focal point to not be that, but also be the guy? Uh, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if Quinn can do it. Yeah. I mean, he has all the skills in the world to do it. Obviously there's a reason why he's like one of the top paid defensemen in the league. But that being said, it's, it's so tough when you know he's going to be injured. You know he's going to miss thirty games, you know, mm-hmm. and and we'll we'll see how it happens and what the injury is because it's it, it it's always an injury, but you know it's it's been different injuries. It's been some repeating, but like it's kind of been on a cycle. Like it was the groin in twenty nineteen in yep. the uh, playoff run, and then yep. it was the knees uh, this past year. So I mean. It's always something different with him. But the bum we'll, part is that, like, as much as I love him, we can't even trade him because nobody's going to take on that contract. Yeah, exactly. It is an unmovable contract. It's the same reason why Pickles is still on the team. Mark Ward <laughs> Vlasic. That's true. For those of you who don't know. Um, so, yeah, I mean, he, he you can't even cut him. It's too much money on, on the dead cap, you know? So it's, it's just one of those things you kind of have to write it out. Pickles' contract becomes a lot easier to cut or to move off from or to trade after this year. Yeah. But it is, but, but this year we'll, we'll see if there's a reason why Mark Edward Vlasic isn't wearing a letter. You know, a lot of people, a lot of the fans I've, I've seen them in the comments saying, why do they give it to Nick Bonino, uh, Bonino and mm. not pickles. And that's because Mark Edward Vlasic, when he did get that letter on his chest, uh, that's coincidentally right around the same time he started not playing well. Yep. So I think it's just the added pressure, you know, especially yeah. you know, he was around when the big Joe's had it, you know, that's well, big pressure. Well, yeah. But then e- even so after they didn't give it to him the next year, he still was not playing well. So, I mean, it's just, um, he hit that cliff, man. Uh, and when you're a defensive minded defenseman and you can't defend anymore, this is going to be a really, it's going to be rough and he's getting paid like a top, a top flight defense defenseman, but, He's not that anymore. And it's, it's a, it's a shame because yeah. he was, he was really great for a long time. Well, uh, he won a gold masked, medal. Yeah. Burnsy masked a lot of his problems too for him yeah. on that lineup. So we'll see. We'll see. Yep. All right. So that, I guess that's, that's all I have to say about the sharks right now before I get sad. Wait, real quick. Do you like the new uniforms? Do you not like them? Here's, Dude, oh, I, you know what? I kept Actually, thinking that there was a color problem wrong with my TV. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Also, I got to say seeing them in action on the TV. I don't hate them as much as I thought I would. Okay. Um, 
I, I, I like the all teal look a lot more than I thought I would. I will say that okay. the white Jersey. I, yeah. I, I, I'm still not on board yet. I'm still not, not there either. yet. I, I'd have to, I, I want to see it a little bit more, I guess, and see what happens, but I'm just, I'm, I'm not there on the white Jersey, the teal one. I think I'm there. The all teal look at, at first I thought it was weird and just the pictures and stuff, but seeing it in action, it does definitely look a lot better. So I, I definitely was messing with the audio or the picture of my, my TV in the first game. I was like, why does this seem so off? And then it dawned on me. I was like, Oh, this is their new uniform. <laughs> That's right. Um, it, it is interesting though, that, um, the, um, like, like the buckets, their hats, the, the helmets, yeah. the, they, they're, they're, they have two different helmets. Yep. Yeah. Um, the teal I, one is for the teal Jersey and then the white one is for the white. So it's that's a little weird to me it is weird i, I, don't, I don't like that yeah definitely yeah well hey Chris, wake um, up i don't like this Chris, wake up. <laughs> um we are uh getting towards my potential dinner time i know yeah, as same I here love <laughs> here but um uh sam's not here so i'm going to take over for him as far as just ch- covering up some stuff that we're going to talk about next week obviously we're going to be hitting you guys up with some more nfl scores uh, following up with some uh, playoff actions. And we're also going to touch base into the Howard Terminal. So uh, please stay tuned. We've got a lot to cover on that one. And I'm not sure if we have enough time to do it, but we will figure it out for you guys. That's right. We'll talk fast. <laughs> very, very fast. Yeah, you'll think, just... you're, you'll think you're listening on 1.3 speed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Vince, go ahead and uh, lift us out of here. All right, so you can always find us on social media at SVT Sports Pod. That is on Instagram and Twitter. You can also find us on YouTube at SVT Sports Pod. Send us emails at svtsportspod at gmail.com. Please slide into our DMs. Uh, I almost tripped over that. God damn it. You didn't, you know, don't trip into our DMs. I mean, you could do that too. You yeah, I mean, trip, you could trip. Yeah. You could yeah. stumble into our DMs. Um, yeah. I'm That's looking fun. forward to seeing all kinds of Savannah banana videos and stuff like that. So that'll be fun. I, I pre-ordered. I, I put myself on the wait list. I want to get, I want to watch a game if they come here. Yeah. I mean, they're coming to San Jose. So um, oh, uh, when? They, they just yeah. announced the schedule. Uh, I might go up to Sacramento because they play on a Saturday in Sacramento and I can go with my brother. So uh, we'll see how that goes. I'm going out there with Tim on a Saturday. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So have a great night, everybody. Yep. Later, guys. All right. Bye.